What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 42 of the Fuel for Football podcast. I am your host, Sanchez Bailey. Ignore the background noise right now. It's all going to make sense in a moment. And, you know, sometimes I do the podcast where I will speak and I'll give you sports psychology tools and then I'll speak to a guest. Well, sometimes I might speak by myself, but I've got a guest here right now. And so I want to kind of just give you an introduction to this gentleman. But first of all, I just want to give him a round of applause because I'm speaking to what I would regard as South London royalty, uh, a very popular footballer in South London. Um, applause is still going and rightly so. You know, he's, he's, he's done very well for himself and I would like to explore some of the things that he's done um, other than being in the pro game. He's someone that's um, excelled on the social media front and become a household name. Um, in in YouTube football as well, he's got his own business as well, and you've probably heard of it and seen seen it around, or even heard of the phrase at least too easy. I'm speaking to Montel Adjaman. How you doing, my bro? I'm fine, bro. What are you saying? Good to see you, man, and appreciate your time. And um, I feel a little bit weird because the way that I've been messaging you and chasing you to chat to you, I feel like a girl who just is just on your case right now, and. <laughs> So um, again, I appreciate your time and you making the opportunity um, for us to connect again. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. How have you been? So um, literally, we're coming just off the weekend and you've been involved in, in football quite a few times um, over the week. I've just seen you've been named um, Player of the Month, so congrats on that. But what's, been, what's your weekend been like? Um, so obviously, well, what, compared to what I normally like obviously I didn't play because um, I picked up a little knock on Monday on bank holiday right. um, so the man just said that he didn't want to risk me like having to be out for longer than you know um, longer than I don't know three weeks or whatnot yeah. so he just said like you'll rest me for that game so then I can be ready for the next game if I, I recover from mm-hmm. um, my nickel my knee so I was just watching it was an FA Cup game I was mm-hmm. just watching Obviously, we drew two, so we have to replay. Got to replay tomorrow. Right. Yeah, right, right. and then obviously Sunday, um, I obviously I didn't play again because obviously money. Uh, we played against Beatty's, another YouTube team, so it was a eventful, eventful weekend. Right, and just for the listeners, I know who you play for, but who do you play for at this present time? Both. Let's go both. I should have said, but but I'll let you um, say. So, so, so on Saturday, I'm um, currently playing for Margate. Mm-hmm. They're playing uh, Ram and Premier League in non-league. And um, on Sunday, I'm playing for SE Dons. Lovely. And, and Montel is a, a silky, uh, technically gifted midfielder who is now beginning to confuse me as to what foot he is as well. Um, I've been seeing a lot of your work um, on your so-called weaker foot. Um, be honest, yeah? When you have that conversation with the coach, the way that you phrased it, the coach was speaking to you and saying, look, I want you to rest and make sure that you're good. Was that a, a conversation where he had to kind of tell you to relax and you was eager to play or was you kind of honest with yourself as well from your experience in time in the game? It, 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 was, it, was, it was a bit of both because maybe when I was younger, I would be a bit more naive and be like, you know, I'm going to play and get through it, whereas that's endangering another, um, more of an impact on the injury. Mm-hmm. But I guess when you're younger, you're, you can, your body can, can deal with those things, adrenaline will kick in and, you know, you can get over it, but yeah. the older you're getting, the, older, the more mature you have to be in terms of decisions that you make. 
and you have to be mindful and um, conscious of your actual body because when you're growing like things become slower in your body like your reaction to things become yeah. slower it's not as it's not as quickly as how it would be when you're younger mm-hmm. so you actually have to look after your body do you know what I mean so um, obviously I, I went in there like, he called me and I was going to tell him like I'll soldier it yeah. At the same time, within myself, I know I wasn't 100%. So mm. he just made it kind of easy for me to say, you know what, I'll just rest. And he was just saying, like, obviously, I'm a massive player for him, so he doesn't want me to think. So it was nice to hear that as well. But yeah. at the same time, like, I feel like I'm getting back to my normal fitness. So, and for me, like, match fitness for me is what helps me massively. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing that beats football playing 90 minutes. Like, it helps with your shape, it helps with your your mental um, fitness, it helps with your, obviously, physical fitness as well. Yes. So, yeah. Obviously, like, like, rest is better than, rest is as equally as effective as work. Mm -hmm. I like that. Well said. Well said on that, man. And, even still, it's still an internal battle for you to to kind of accept the rest, even though we know how important it is as well. So I'm glad that you was kind of honest in that respect to to admit that. Um, And and that's why I really wanted to speak to you, man, because, you know, you're so young, and I say that in a non-condescending way, but you're so wise as well in terms of what you've been through and stuff. And there's a few things I wanted to to pick your brain about because... Um, of that nature of you being a wise head, then you braved it because I think there's a delay, so I'll try and like slow down a bit. But you've been someone who said that you wanted me to not even prep you with any questions. So, you know, I, I admit that you're, you're brave in terms of you just going straight at it. And when I heard this story in, in football recently, it was a few weeks ago now, obviously, it shows, um, yeah, that how, how much I've been chasing you, which is fine, you're a man in demand. But um, the Jack Wilshere situation, you know, okay. um, Jack Wilshere coming out and sitting down and speaking about him, you know, um, not having a club or a club not wanting him. And for, I'm sure for someone like yourself who's played in, in a similar position, um, who, who would probably admire Jack, it must have been gut-wrenching to hear that. And I feel like just even from, not even that you've had a similar experience, but I feel like from the, the wisdom that you've developed in your time, I would love to kind of like put you in those shoes and kind of know how you would navigate from the physical perspective and a, maybe a mental perspective. Um, so obviously my thoughts on that situation obviously is unfortunate for that worship because everyone had so much high hopes for him. You know what I mean? He was an England international star yeah. boy, number 10 at Arsenal had the world on his shoulders, you know what I mean, had the sky was his limit kind of thing, like, you know, everything was basically set up for him to be a legend, do you know what I mean? But then that just goes to show, like, maybe if things are happening in, um, if things are happening outside of football, like, how mentally tough to separate that from when you're actually playing? Okay. How mentally tough are you to, um, like, get over things and, like, just deal with one thing at a time kind of thing? Obviously, mm-hmm. it's not easy, but everyone has different levels of mental toughness. Um, at the same time, how are you um, living your life? Are you constantly going out? Are you doing things like taking drugs, smoking, drinking too much? Because these are a lot. These things are very common in footballers. Do you know what I mean? And because they got the whole world at their feet, um, these are easy decisions to make. 
the wrong decisions are easy decisions to make. Yeah. And that's where your mental toughness comes involved, you know what I'm trying to say. And he'd agree that probably there's some, there's some decisions that, that Walsh has made that he shouldn't have made, which has probably caught up to him, you know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and obviously he's somebody who's always been um, unfortunate with injuries as well. So that didn't really like help, help him kind of thing. So, um, yeah, but what I would probably do in that situation is from what I have actually experienced and what I've been through is like just trying to control only what I can control. So that's from, you know, um, not thinking too much about other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Of course, it matters because they're the ones that are going to take you in. But like in terms of how letting it affect your mental state, letting it affect how hard you work, um, you can only affect what you can do off the pitch when you're not on it. So that's working twice as hard to, again, get another opportunity. So then when the opportunity rises, you're ready. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what I could do. Obviously, like, everyone deals with things differently. So yeah, I, can't yeah. talk, I can't say what Jack Wilshire should do because sure. we're in two different brackets. But for me, in terms of my experiences, how I've handled it, and which has benefited in terms of results-wise for future just learning to control what I can control and the moment that I think I stopped like with being so focused on what other people thought of me on what other people think about what I'm doing I just started moving a bit quicker and I was always kind of ready for an opportunity if it, if it arose because mm-hmm. I'm working on myself do you know what I mean and obviously from what I've been through being released um, being constantly told no rejection has built my mental character my mental toughness Understand what life, understand what life is really what life is really like. Mm-hmm. You know, the real, the real world, if you like. Yeah, yeah. Like when it comes to like obstacles nowadays, like it doesn't phase me. I can, um, I, I understand a lot of things that happen in life more now than when I was when I was young mm-hmm. because of my experiences. So that's where my wisdom and knowledge and understanding has has, has kind of stemmed from. Yeah, I, I totally get that. And last year, I actually spoke to a player who's now with Stoke, actually. Um, and he was sharing that he, Jacob Brown, I don't know if you've heard of him, but um, striker for Stoke. But yeah, anyway, the point was, is that we spoke on a topic and we got to the conclusion that sometimes you might need to go down to go up. And me watching that interview, I don't know if you... You actually do? Yeah. You actually do, yeah, you do, you do. You know, and I don't know if you've seen the interview from Jack. Uh, bullshit. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, there seemed to be... My, one of my concerns was there was a reluctancy to, to maybe stoop a level down. And he commented that himself when he felt like, you know, when he went down to, to smaller leagues and smaller teams, it kind of hurt the ego a little bit. But I guess that's one thing that could be done too. And, you know, yes, you mentioned being released. And obviously, as I said to you, you've been someone who was held in South London for, for your ability and still are, but, you know, you, you use that opportunity to so-called go down to build yourself up to the point where you develop the mental side of your game, you developed your brand, and to a point where when you get back into the game and, and to the places that you want to be, you could fall or walk into something right after your post-career because of the things that you've been building up now. And I think that's beautiful, and we spoke about this previously, and we've got some work that will, will be shown in the future. 
So credit to you on that and let's speak about that since I just mentioned that. So what are some of the additional things that you've built up on your end that um, you know, has, is going to complement you in the future? Um, so obviously, first and foremost, like the work that I do, mm -hmm. so I work with autistic children. Right. Um, this obviously is a different dynamic of, of 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 living in terms of work. Yeah. So it's like your ordinary job. It's actually a people's job. Mm -hmm. um, and I see myself as someone who is maybe in future could I don't know be a mentor. Right. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like that represents my kind of character. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I, I, I'm always willing to help people and I just want to share my experiences to a different generation because that's something that, obviously, I had got in other, like, obviously, yourself, the Dejis, the Timmies and all of that. You know what I mean? I want to be like that to the younger generation kind of coming up kind of thing. So, like, in my job, working with autistic, people, autistic children, understanding how the way they think, understanding the way children think, um, and obviously the generations are different, so it's like it kind of teaches me a lot about myself, yeah. and my level of patience, because it is a challenging job. But at the same time, it's rewarding because I'm seeing the progress of the kids. You know what I mean? And people that are uneducated, like, will think, okay, cool, you're autistic, so you're less capable. But if you actually understand and work with these children, and understand the the um, what autism is, you understand that they actually might have more capabilities than what the normal person if you yeah. like, would have and obviously that's for me that's obviously been very very exciting to to, to find to find out um so obviously that's just one thing that obviously i've, I've branched out to doing i'm not saying i want to do that but obviously that would lead into me maybe being a mentor and that passing over past experiences to mm -hmm. maybe young footballers or young entrepreneurs yeah, yeah. Like, obviously um through playing for the sc dons they've helped um build my profile um the point where like people support what I'm doing so um, obviously like the, the phrase it's too easy because of the obviously the way I'm playing football like the way they've obviously uh, the way I'm playing football I love it but, uh, <laughs> the way they've basically formed um, that kind of slogan for the way yeah. I'm playing football I've, I've kind of used it and turned it into merchandise which for me is something that I never saw myself doing but it was like something that was right in front of me that which was an opportunity that if I didn't if I didn't um, jump on it, then it wouldn't have made sense. Mm. So, and the best, the best, the best, the best, and most successful things come naturally. And when when you when you build it naturally, and it, it just makes more sense because things just take after itself. Exactly. So with me, like you end that to to the point where creating um, designs and stuff like that. I'm not a graphic designer or whatnot, but. I'm creative, you know what I mean? I can, I can, if I want to do stuff, I can do stuff for myself. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. So, uh, for me, that's been the most exciting thing for me. Lovely. Um, and, um, yeah, literally, like, the, the clothing brand is, is, is doing well. I've always, I've got plans. I'm always one step ahead of my plans. So, hopefully, that can take off as well. And I know that football's not forever. So, hopefully, I can get back to the level that I was playing at. And, um, I know that there's things there in line for me to, um, what's it called? Maybe after football, go into different paths because obviously yeah. I'm gonna obviously work to set myself up, and obviously I'm happy for the experiences that I've actually been through because that kind of sets you up afterwards, knowing that like football's not forever, so you know you have to do other things. Yeah. So I'm basically preparing myself already 
to them one step ahead already. So, yeah, man, I'm grateful for everything that I've actually been through. Credit to you, man. And every time I hear you speak, it just makes me happy to hear. And there's just so much wisdom out there. And yeah. so, um, again, I'm, I'm really happy that we got that time to speak. I've got something I want to ask you um, in a moment, but I'm going to pull it out there now so you can start maybe thinking. So what I'd like to kind of ask the guests is to find out like a BTS story that we would never know about you in the game, but unless you shared it. So maybe you met a player or maybe a player who you admired maybe complimented you or maybe a little beef or something in, that would be quite interesting that occurred in your time. I just want you to just kind of think about that subtly as I then kind of move on to you playing football. Um, now that you play on Saturday and Sunday, how do you have that opportunity to reflect on your performance and build? Because that's something that I really push for athletes to reflect on their game, identify the areas they did well, the areas they want to improve, and then almost make those, implement those changes as well. So how do you kind of structure your reflections and then your development? Um, so, so um, um, one thing I would advise um, younger people or just in general anyone in general is to always be inquisitive so asking how you can improve because obviously you can have your opinion about yourself but when it comes to the opinion of maybe a manager or somebody else it definitely gives you a different um, dimension of thought mm -hmm. and maybe because when you're playing you're not seeing yourself play so you can feel like you've, you've done what you could in yourself but when people are watching it's a different, different story so being inquisitive, asking questions helps me reflect on my performance. Understanding that obviously, football's an opinion, an opinion-based game, so you need to take every opinion into consideration. Because mm. in life, like there's never a wrong, right, or wrong answer. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say everyone has different beliefs, different faiths, not so. Just like being inquisitive, asking questions, also having my friends come to watch. So, like my close friends, friends that are going to tell me the truth, friends that are going to be harsh. You know what I'm trying to say friends that are going to judge me based on the standard that they've seen me play, not mm. because I'm playing, yeah, just to play. Um, that helps me reflect. Um, just Obviously, just being harsh on myself, because I know how good I am. You know what I mean? If I know that I've played below part, below standard, I'll just, you know what I'm saying, be specific on what I know that I need to improve on and just try and implement that into the next game. And obviously, going away, I'd probably practice what I feel like I should be practicing specifically so then it's more effective when I, I go into a game because of that obviously muscle memory yeah, yeah. would have an effect on what you do so when you practice those things you just find yourself doing it without even realising because you reflected and obviously um, implemented it to the next exactly that's those are those are key things that you mentioned in terms of you being able to reflect and have like an action plan and response to those reflections because we can always reflect but if there's no action then it's just an imagination or just a quick thought that, that we forget um i want to add something that i really push as well is it's something called triangulation so you never really want to reply or rely shall i say on one version of uh, feedback so to speak so you kind of briefed and touched on it but I want to expound so you mentioned speaking to a coach which I think is good because the coach is the one that plays you and if you're not playing according to their desires then they probably won't play you so it's good to always be updated in terms of what the criteria is to get and stay in the team at the same time I know that a lot of players are affected by maybe criticism or a lack of praise from a coach and something to always have in the back of your mind is there are 11 
to 15 players that will probably play in a game, they cannot give you the most accurate feedback for 90 minutes for 15 players. So sometimes they, what, what they remember sometimes from you are things that stand out more, whether they're the great things that you did or maybe the things that were more mistake-based. So sometimes to not always take feedback from coaches the, the, the most 100% way, but by triangulating, you reflecting yourself, and maybe having someone that's very honest with you, whether a friend or a teammate, you're able to, to get real good um, information for you to then um, base your reflection on. So I just wanted to add that just for the listeners um, to really use that to, to give you the most accurate and meat-worthy form of feedback, man. But um, love that. Do you recover well? Do you recover well? Yeah. Right. Wake up and play. Obviously, as you go older, you start feeling certain aches and pains, and yeah. you start realizing, you know what, I actually need to take care of myself. So, so that comes down to eating, um, eating the right things off the football, drinking them the right amount of, of fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, from stretching, doing active recovery, maybe going on a bike after after a game the day after, um, ice bathing, just just literally just. Anything that will help me recover properly and, and prepare you for the next kind of, kind of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that. And lastly, man, um, let's let's touch base on this BTS story. It could be playing or it even could be in your your own worlds, like your your businesses and 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 the work that you're currently doing. Is there a BTS story that you feel like would be quite interesting if you had a film to be told and a scene that might have happened? I was thinking while I was struggling to something to mind, but one thing that comes to mind is um, I don't know, do you know Barry Eze? Yeah, yeah, of course. Alice, number 10, is uh, a good friend of mine. Um, when I was in trial at QPR, he was the one that actually um, put in a word for me to come, and obviously, he got me the trial when I was training, training, and even training with the first team. Obviously, unfortunate not to. Not to get signed or whatnot, but I was there for a while, even training with the first team. And um, yeah, like it was obviously a sick experience, but I mean, not a lot of people will know maybe how I got in. But I'm just trying to maybe pick up a very essay on that one because obviously that's a, something that I wouldn't just come out and say. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, credit to him, and hopefully his rehab is is going well in terms of his yeah, injury. You got you got to get him up on there man, on this podcast, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure that he's, he's doing well, man. But listen, like, again, I really just want to, like, just credit you, man. And, and, like, I don't do this for everybody in terms of these applauses here, man. <laughs> you know, um, thank you for your time. Honestly, thank you for your wisdom because, you know, we got listeners, thankfully, all over the world. And there's going to be people that are going to definitely tell me how much um, wisdom they've taken from what you said. So, um, again, thank you. Credit to you. And listen, always keep building that momentum, like... I know you. I know you have the mind for it, but just keep at it, man. And and you know, persistence don't can't keep up, or failure can't keep up with persistence. So I'm looking forward to seeing everything that that follows from there. Again, enjoy the rest of your evening. You've had a busy day. Thanks for your time, my man, and uh, for the listeners as well. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll move on to next week. We you know we got some great lessons here, so there's not even much for me to to conclude. So take care for everyone listening. Always. Let me know your thoughts, send your feedback over and we move on to next week. So take care, everybody, and speak them.